Well then, hello. Um, <laughs> this is completely out of my element. I don't know why I'm doing this, and especially why I'm doing this sober. But if you've made it to my podcast, then I guess you care to hear what I'm going to talk about. Or you're just being nosy. <laughs> Either way, welcome. Um, I decided to call this Tears, Triumphs, and Tito's because um, obviously life um, fucks you in the ass. Excuse my French, but it does. So you have plenty of tears. Um, sometimes life gets really good and you have triumphs. Um, but I know that regardless of the tears or the triumphs, I'm gonna get through with some alcohol. Um, preferably vodka. Um, Tito's is great. It's wonderful. Um, but you know, some of us like to ball on a budget and we go get that skull vodka, been there, done that. It's not the greatest thing in the world, but it'll do its job and serve its purpose. Um, so basically I needed an outlet. Um, and I've been told by some people that I need healthier ways to cope. So I thought, why not just talk and record record myself being annoying um, while being sober and think that people are going to want to care to hear what I have to say. But whatever, here goes nothing. Um, I am your freshly divorced 27-ish year old. Um, I'm not too exciting. Um, I'm going to say um a lot and it's probably going to annoy me. Cool. (laughs) I work for a vet clinic. I love what I do. Um, I love animals. Um, for those of you that didn't know that, um, I was recently married for 10 years together for 13. Um, we, our divorce was just finalized. That's a can of worms to get into for another podcast probably um I just moved back home to Wharton County this past year I was living in Katy um and I'm now back in this hellhole but I'm making the best of it I my dog is my best friend and if he doesn't like you I probably won't either um I mean that that's pretty much it it's not nothing too exciting uh I like to get home from work and enjoy a bottle of alcohol because we don't do glasses around here (laughs) no but seriously uh I'm pretty much coping with dark humor uh Jesus bless me with this God-given ability to take the most shittiest situations and laugh about them and turn them into a joke that I call my life. Uh, The trauma has (laughs) has really made some great jokes. Uh, It really has. So, uh, basically, I have kind of hit a plateau in my life, I guess you could say, The past, I don't know, two weeks, I kind of felt like I was spiraling um, and losing kind of like my grip on life. 
so the, here's the thing about divorce. I had this bright idea. I don't know where the fuck I got this from because my parents got divorced and hated each other. So I saw that and I should have went with that. But I was like, you know what? We're not going to do that shit here. We're going to be friends through this divorce. Yes, we are. Um, but then I found out he was sleeping with one of our friends. So that kind of killed that. Um, but anyways, I don't know why I thought I would be able to get divorced and be friends with this person. I don't, but I, I did. I had this unrealistic idea that we were going to get divorced and be best friends still or friends at least. And we were going to go our separate ways and find our happiness and everything was going to be okay. And that did not happen. Matter of fact, it blew up in my face before I we even had the chance to try and, and be cordial to one another. Um, but for me, I... I don't even know how to get these words out. For me... I didn't want it, this divorce. Um, I, I didn't, you know. And so I have kind of felt like a failure because I'm the one that went through with it. You know, not wanting something and then having to be the one to make it happen. It, I don't, It's it does something to you. I can't even explain what it does because it's like I feel like a failure for something I didn't want. But at the end of the day, I knew I needed. I it's a weird concept to to try and grasp. So for the past 2 weeks, I kind of hit a low. Um I kind of have been spiraling, acting crazy. So I'm not I'm wild by nature for anybody who knows me. Um I don't give a fuck. I really really don't. And I don't mean that like rudely or anything like that. Like I genuinely just like I care about people, but I don't care what they think. Like, I want the best for you, but I don't give a shit what you think. So, for me, like, I'm going to be me regardless. Whether you see me at church or whether you see me outside. So, I'm half hood and half holy. Pray with me, don't play with me. No, no, but seriously, like, I don't know. And I've always been that way. I've just always been, you know, like, outgoing I can have a conversation with anybody and um, I've just always had a wild side. Um, I've kind of marched to the beat of my own drum, not being like so much like different to where like I'm crazy or anything like that. Like I've just, you know, every family has that kid who (laughs) was a problem child and I feel like that's me. Sorry, mom. Um. And it's not that I'm a problem or anything. I just, you know, I've kind of, I was rebellious and I was. So I got married at a young age. And, um, you know, I, I will say getting married at, I was 17. I was like a few days away from turning 18. Um, it's, people say, you know, you need that time to find yourself and, um, to whatever, have your hoe phase, whatever you want to call it. And I, I never agreed with that. I was like, no, no, no. Like, if you know what you want and you're in love, 
blah, 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 blah. Now going through all that, no, I, I do agree. I think that you need time to find yourself. It, you know, if you're finding yourself through another person, it's never going to work because what happened to me was I built my life with this person. Everything that I was was wrapped up into this person. So when that was taken from me, I lost who I was and I lost my identity and I I couldn't like this is gonna sound so pathetic and I'm trying not to get choked up because I am not a sad bitch I'm not but like the biggest thing that frustrated me getting back into the dating world was when they would ask me so what do you like to do for fun and I couldn't think of a response because everything that I like to do was what he liked to do and I didn't know I didn't know what I like to do. Like I didn't know what I wanted. Like it, it was crazy to me because everything I did was to make one person happy, even if that meant that I was miserable. And I never knew how miserable I was until the end. I never knew how unhappy I was. I never realized how toxic of a marriage it was. And once I realized all that, <clears throat> it was crazy for me. So yeah, I, I totally, totally believe that you have to be able to find yourself. You have to be able to love yourself, to know yourself without being wrapped up in another person. Um, I, I'm like going to go down all these little rabbit holes and get sidetracked, but I promise there's a point to this podcast somewhere along the way. Um, so I already forgot where I was going with this. This is awkward. Whatever. Anyways, um, <laughs> so basically my point was, I guess, I don't know. We'll, we'll get back to it eventually. We're just going to ramble here. But whenever you get wrapped up in a person and you don't know who you are, it takes a lot to get that back. So... Oh my God, <laughs> that is my dog having dreams right now next to me. So this is real life, y'all. You won't find this shit on Jersey Shore. This is real life. No, but um, I gave my heart away at a young age. And I told my sister this today. I came to this realization today after being hungover all day. I gave my heart away at 14 years old. At 14 that is the purest your heart is going to be, at least for some of us. Some of us weren't hoes at 14. But at 14, I was so naive and I was, I was innocent and I was pure. And I'm not even talking from a sexual standpoint. I'm talking from just like, fuck me, I'm crying. Anyways, I'm talking from just like from a girl's standpoint at 14 I gave my heart away, my whole fucking heart, all of it, and I never got it back, and I don't know if I ever will, and that scares the living shit out of me, the living shit out of me, because I had this idea in my head that I was going to grow old with this person, and it's not happening, and... um. 
I am having a hard time accepting that. I am. Because the life that I envisioned and that I, I wanted, you know, um, it, it was ripped from right out from underneath me. And so I thought maybe by talking about my feelings and getting them out there, it'll help me cope to where I'm not drinking because drinking only helps so much. And my friends were really worried about me and I get the, I get it and I love them and I'm glad they call me out on my bullshit because those are, those are people I want in my life. But I told, I told one of my friends today, I said, I'm having to drink because when I get shit faced drunk and pass out, I don't dream about anything. And I found myself being trapped in these dreams when I was sober and knowing that it was just a dream that my life was never going to be that way but not wanting to wake up from it because I was I was happier in my dream than I was in reality bro this shit is a whack I'm crying on a fucking podcast. Oh my god. But this is real life, okay? This is real fucking life. I've had so many people message me and wanting to know advice on how I'm coping, how I'm getting through it. They're going through the same thing and I never have any good solid advice. I never do. And I'm sorry, guys. I really am. But if you if you want some advice or you want some real perspective, this is it right here. This is it. This is this is me fucking choking up crying on certain shit. I'm it's been 6 months and I'm not over it. I don't know if I'll ever be over it. There are parts of me that are broken to my core that I didn't break. Somebody else broke and I don't know if they'll ever be fixed. I don't know how to fix them. I'm in fucking therapy and that's not even fixing it. Like shit sucks like i'm not gonna get into the details of my fucking divorce because the people that matter they know and i'm sure other people fucking know i mean there's social media for a reason i mean whatever but it it sucks it doesn't i don't care what anybody says divorce sucks and a divorce that you didn't want or that you didn't see coming sucks equally as bad. Um, so back to my my original statement before we went down this little rabbit hole. I've always been wild. Okay? Always. This is where I was at. I remember now. Always been wild. Always not cared. And so I found myself the past two weeks really not fucking caring just really not just kind of being reckless more so than I usually am and it scared me and I know it scared the people around me and I don't need somebody to tame me I don't need that because when I got married young and I changed my whole life for this person I kind of I wouldn't say I changed who I was, but I did. I wasn't who I always was. I wasn't wild and crazy. And because if you knew me in high school, 
or even a few years after, I mean, I was reckless. Like, I was stealing my dad's car after he would go to work to go race it, to skip school and go race it. Like, sorry, <laughs> if my dad ever listens to this, I'll probably never be able to drive the Corvette ever again. But, um, yeah, like, I, I was just, I didn't, I didn't care. Like, I lived in the moment. I was fearless. I was headstrong. And somewhere along the way, I lost that. And, like, life is a fucking bitch. You have to be headstrong to get through it. And so I lost that. I lost who I was. I lost sight of everything because it was wrapped up in another person. And I was, you know, married and trying to be the wife that he wanted me to be. And he, there was always a problem. It was never good enough. It was never enough. So I was constantly changing, constantly changing, constantly be who he wanted me to be, do what he wanted to do to where it got to the point where 13 years later... I had my job and that was it. I had nothing else. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't recognize myself in the mirror. You know, something as little as being a brunette for all these years because that's what he liked really fucking irritated me and made me almost unrecognizable because I'm a natural blonde. I loved my blonde hair. But your dark hair brings out your eyes, blah, 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 blah. So I did it. And the first thing that I did, because everybody told me, you need to do something for you. You know, you need to do something that you like. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to change my hair. Because to me, that was the first step in taking back my independence and taking back who I was. And I'll never forget the feeling of when she turned me around in the chair And I saw my blonde hair. And Amber, I never told you this. And I'm not going to fucking cry. I'm not going to cry. God, I hate being a fucking cancer. I'm an emotional ass bitch right now. Anyways, when she turned me around, like my eyes watered. But when I left and I got in the car, I cried. Because I finally felt like me. Like I was like, whoa, where have you been? Bitch, where you been hiding? You know, like under a rock damn no but seriously like I just it's crazy what you will do for love and it's even crazier what you'll do for love at a young age you know whatever kind of fucked up love we had I don't know anyways so I'm with me and me being the type of person that I am so for starters I'm a type a person through and through I like organization. I like things in order. I'm creature of habit. Um, very like OCD. I like schedule. I like consistency. And so when my life kind of got uprooted, I couldn't see past a few hours. I remember calling my mom and being so upset and telling her like, I don't know what the future looks like and that's scary. And she told me, if you can't even you can't look for the future she was like if all you can do is look at what are you going to do in the next hour she goes then that's what you do to get through it and so I kept that logic or whatever you want to call it in mind and even to today to today 
like I'm I've tried to become more go with the flow I have I've gotten better but it's hard it's hard when the life that you thought that you were going to live is not the life you're living and you're having to find a new normal so for me the past two weeks I'm trying to find this new normal I'm trying to find this awkward balance to life and I've been in a really really dark place and I it's like I'm trying to get out of it and I don't know how and I know it's all part of like grief and handling it and and processing it and like my therapist has told me like there's different stages to grief and and um you're not going to wake up every single day and be okay like you have to choose to be okay every day but I have found myself trying to choose to be okay every day and not being okay just not being okay and it's okay to not be okay it's not okay to stop fighting that's not okay but I um I thought well how else can I cope because working out yeah that helps but that's not cutting it um a bitch is tired of running (laughs) no but seriously like you know, I, I did start working out. That was one of the things that I started doing for myself. I started losing weight. And because I've always been, I wouldn't say confident because when I was bigger, obviously, like I knew I was bigger, but I didn't let it affect me. I still dressed cute, whatever you want to say. I was just, I didn't show off as much. I will say that. Um, I definitely have gained a whole new confidence about myself and sometimes I'm like damn girl like chill the fuck out you're being cocky as hell but like y'all don't understand what it's taken for me to get here like when I mean I didn't feel beautiful with somebody I did not feel beautiful with somebody and like that's not okay like I don't know how I don't know how all these signs were there and I never paid attention to it. That shit baffles me. It does because all the signs were there when I was little and I imagine being married, you know, playing with Barbies, whatever. You know, Prince Charming was going to come and rescue me and we were going to live happily ever after. Like no, but seriously like I imagined my life and my marriage so much differently. And then when I got married, like, that wasn't it. Like, and then, like, I saw, I saw things in his family. And I thought, okay, so this is how marriage is supposed to be. You're supposed to fight for it and work for it. And yes, there are times when you do have to fight for your marriage, but you shouldn't always be the only one fighting. And I was always the only one fighting always and it can't be one-sided that shit is draining like it takes a lot for me as a person to give up that's part of being a type a but once I get to the point of giving up there's no return like I'm done and like just to be like real like a hundred percent real with y'all there's some people there's not a lot of people out there that know my story it doesn't really fucking matter because I'm not looking for people's pity. I'm not looking for their comments on what's happened to me. The people who know, those are the people that matter. But my 
not giving up mentality literally almost killed me because I was too prideful because I had watched divorce my whole entire life because of the things that I went through as a child to not give up no don't give up don't give up I should have walked away a long time ago but I didn't I stayed for what I lost so many years. I lost so much of who I was for someone. And because I didn't want to give up, because I didn't want to be divorced, because that's what I had went through my whole entire childhood, you know, parents being divorced, yada, yada, yada. But like that shit literally almost killed me. Like I'm, I'm not kidding. And, um, You can't get to that point to where you don't value your own life. And I realize that now it took me a lot to get there. It's taken me a lot of come to Jesus and therapy and, you know, just seeing certain things and going through stuff. And but you can't get to that point because you're you're you should always value your life, whether somebody else doesn't. That's on them. But you should always value your own life. And here lately, like, it wasn't that I didn't value my own life, but I I told my friend today, I said, I just don't feel like I'm doing anything. I'm not happy. I'm not. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I can sit here and front and be a fucking Facebook comedian all damn day long, but at the end of the day, I'm not happy. And it's not because I'm not with somebody because that's not it. I love myself. I'm not happy. I'm not happy because I don't have answers. And I want answers. I, I Being a type A person, you want answers. And I know I'm not going to get those answers. Or even if I did get those answers, they're probably all fucking bullshit. Because everything in the past for sure year to two years of my life has been a complete lie thank you for that one but and I I don't want people to feel sorry for me I don't even fucking feel sorry for me I just want people to know that you're if you're feeling this way like you're not the only one you're not like I have some fucking bad days y'all bad days and then I have some fucking good days am I happy no I'm not not genuinely I don't know if I'll ever be there I don't because like because of the things that played out the way that they did I have been mentally fucked mentally I never used to be the type of person that questioned everything and now I do I question everything or I sabotage something before it even has a chance to be good because I'm so just afraid and scared because I don't want to get hurt again I've had guys treat me better that I've only known for a few days or a few weeks or They've treated me better than somebody I knew for fucking 13 years. 
you know, and yet I'm terrified to let my walls down. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't get it. Divorce does some shit to you. It really does. People who think divorce is easy, you can all go rip yourselves a fucking fat one because it's not. It's not easy, not in the slightest. And I tell you what, I won't do this shit again. Mom, props to you. Not tr- <laughs> No, seriously. I mean, like, I love my mom. Love my mom. But she's been through this a few times. And I don't say that lightly or to make fun of her. I say that because this one time has almost killed me. So I can't imagine how much strength it took my mom to get through it multiple times. Because I know I get my not giving up mentality from her. So I know that the way that I feel about not giving up is how she did. Damn it. Crying again. So I guess the point of this whatever first episode you want to call it because we're going to get into some deep shit we are and we're not just going to talk about the sad shit because I got a lot of happy shit that does happen and I know I'm not genuinely happy but there are moments when I am happy and I have been told that I am a funny person so I feel like I might be able to make a few of y'all laugh no um but I want this to be a place where like people can come and I mean, I don't know. I say people like this shit is going to like sell somewhere. But I'm just saying like if there's another girl out there who's going through this shit, like you're not alone. It's okay. And I think for me, whenever I was going through this, the biggest question that I had and I wanted the answer to was when will it get better? Because everybody says it'll get better. And I'll never forget. I went to Sunnyside and I cried and cried to my friend Travis and told him like when does this shit get better and he was like it'll get better and I was like no Travis like I need a time frame and you know I remember him telling me like honestly Caitlin it took me like six months to kind of feel a little bit better and I remember sitting here thinking like Travis I'm not gonna make it six more fucking minutes And here I am, I'm six months down the road and it's better than it was. Yeah, I I, I have gotten somewhere, I've made progress. But on the days where you feel like you can't make it, I promise you, you will. I will say that, you will make it. I don't know when it gets better. I don't, I can't give you a time frame. I'm going to be like one of those cliche ass people and say it gets better because it does over time. And um, I know everybody's situation is different, but I think that more people need to talk about this type of thing because it happens, unfortunately, a lot more than what people realize. And I never felt so alone than when my divorce came out. And we decided to separate in like August. And our divorce didn't come out until October. And 
it was crazy because I had gotten so good at putting on a front and pretending like I was okay that everybody was blindsided by it. But truthfully, I mean, I was fucking blindsided by it, you know? Like, I didn't want it, but here I am dealing with it. Cool beans. But definitely people need to talk about it more because I felt so alone. Like, people that I had called my family for 13 fucking years turned their backs on me like I was nothing. Shout out to my ex-in-laws. Real fucking pieces of Reese's over there. Um, No, but seriously, like... And let me not be a bitter person. I'm trying, I'm trying to be better. But I'm just saying, like, you don't, you can walk past me like me and your son weren't fucking for 13 years. Like, you're going to act like you don't know me. Like, I'm not saying, like, come up and give me a hug. But, bitch, if you would say hi to me, I would say hi back. I wouldn't be rude. You know, like, I I would never walk around like I didn't know you. Like, you weren't a fucking mother figure to me. Like, I didn't call you guys my sisters. Like, I don't, fuck, I don't get that shit. I don't, I don't get it. I just, I guess, for me, I was raised differently. Like, my mom... One thing I will say about my mom and mama, we don't agree on a lot. I know, but I'll agree with you on this. My mom loved us. She did. I mean, she loved my sister the most, if we're being honest. No, I'm just kidding. But when we were wrong, we were wrong. And my mama called us out on our bullshit and she set us straight. She did. And you didn't go around destroying other people we didn't do that shit it wasn't okay and um so for that same energy to not be shown back on me after being in a family for 13 years it was crushing and it's been crushing and that's one thing about this divorce is like I'm having to heal from so many different things and so many different people because it it overflowed into more than just me and my ex. It was me and his family and it just turned very, very messy. And so I have had to learn how to forgive somebody without ever getting an apology. And it's hard and I'd be lying if I said I've done it. I've tried doing it and I'm still working on it. Um, that is what Tito's is for. Haha. <laughs> um, but anyways, I just want this to be something to where we can talk and share and not fucking judge somebody, you know, because there's too much fucking judgment in this world. I don't know why the fuck y'all are walking around acting like y'all shit is any better than the next person. Cause last I fucking checked blood is blood and we all bleed the same. I'm just saying, like, this world has so many twisted fucking people. Twisted. But anyways, back to, we we keep getting sidetracked here. I'm not very good at this. I'm so glad I'm not getting paid to do this. But I just want to talk about life and getting back on track and finding a new normal and being happy and 
and just kind of being a, a support for other girls out there, fucking guys, because guys get divorced too. I mean, let's not put, you know, sexist labels on things, but I'm just saying like, you know, just, just a place where people can come and listen and be like, you know, this isn't like some scripted shit on TV. Like, no, this is real life. These are real feelings. Like I can relate to this. And I I want there to be happy shit too. Cause like, I'm not trying to sit here and cry every time for y'all. Like I know I can do it on command right now, but like, there's no telling how long I'm going to have this talent. No. Um, but I just hope that people are just like, they show a little bit, not a little bit, fuck a, a lot more like love and understanding because like you should genuinely care about other people you should i'm not saying you got to be best friends but like you should like you shouldn't be okay with destroying somebody or watching somebody else destroy somebody that's not okay it's never okay and so um this has been a wild ride this far and i know it's going to continue to be a wild ride And I think that me opening up and sharing my feelings, maybe it'll help me. Maybe it won't. Maybe I'll sit here and have drunk podcasts. I don't know. Maybe that'll be a hit. But I just hope that whoever listens to this, you're not alone. And um, hey, I might be divorced and 27-ish. Look. Sometimes I'm 27, sometimes I'm 28, sometimes I'm 29, but I know for fuck sure I am not 30, not 30 at all. No, but um, I might be divorced and I might be like pushing 30, but I got this shit. Okay, I do. I'm, I'm having a pep talk with myself right now because I'm going to get off from this podcast and I'm going to go stuff my face with fucking seasoned crackers that I, that fucking horrible habit is contributed to one of my very best friends and um i'm gonna go stuff my face with crackers and that's really how tonight is gonna go and it is 11 o'clock at night so kudos being single has its perks let me tell you because you don't have to share your crackers and i'll tell you what i'd get divorced to do that shit again i would to not have to share my crackers you're damn right (laughs) no but um hopefully this helps somebody i don't know if it's helped me i've laughed a few times hopefully i've made some of y'all laugh we'll see but i got this we got this we're gonna be okay life goes on i'm really just telling this to myself preaching to the choir over here but hopefully one day when i'm genuinely happy again i can listen to this shit and be like wow You're a fucking badass bitch. Like you fought through all of that bitch and you're still here. Yeah. (laughs) But seriously. God. I cannot keep crying for y'all. This is not okay. This, Anyways, I should have just called this fucking crybaby ass podcast for other crybaby asses. No, but it's gonna be okay. It is. Like... It's got to be like 2020 was still better than my first marriage. <laughs> it's going to be okay. <laughs> no, but much love to all of you guys. If you listen to this, awesome. If not, go fuck yourselves. 
Um, just kidding. I'm really just kidding. I sat here and said, like, you should really care about people. And then I'm telling you to go fuck yourself. Anyways, that's not a great, let me not, let me backtrack. I was just kidding. Okay. Y'all, y'all gonna have to get with it if you plan on listening to this. Cause my sense of humor is twisted. It really is, but it's okay. That's how I'm, that's how I'm coping. That's how I'm doing it. That crackers and Tito's. So anyways, toodles until next time. Stay golden, pony boy.